to say, so what do we mean, Mark? So let's just take it. There would be a lot of people who have seen properties on the weekend. They're going to yep. be getting callbacks from the agent. They're going to be calling agents saying, hey, I like that property. I want yep. to put an offer forward. Um, so I think we're given a, a really good insight to buyers on potentially how and when we get an offer, things we like to hear. I think, well, today we'll focus on things we don't like to hear. And it's more from our experience, not and also well, there's, feedback there's, And there's no one teaching buyers how to negotiate and buying a property. I guess um, when you're a buyer buying a property, you're a bit of a, um, you're a bit alone in the forest. Yeah. You know, you, you may speak to uncles or aunties or friends and they may give you tips, but you don't really know, you know, that the best person to ask is really a real estate agent and you can't really ask the real estate agent how to negotiate when you're trying to buy a property off them. Yes. So um, let's kick it off. What's, um, what, I think um, one thing I always recommend to buy, well, one thing is for a buyer when making an offer, don't say subject to finance. To the agent, like even if you haven't had your finance approved, don't give that information up to an agent that basically says you're not ready. You, you're not as strong as a buyer that hasn't said that or leave it up to the agent to ask you. Uh, make him ask a question. Don't volunteer information that makes it sound like not a strong buyer. Don't you, like, well, the, your buyer's being honest, but yeah. the, buyer's, the buyer's putting a... a got block in there a block in there um so you don't really want any blockages in the pipe um you you just want you know the agent to think it's going to be a free free flowing deal and the vendor the seller to think it's a free flowing deal everyone knows it's not it's never going to be a free flowing deal there's always stuff to do in a deal but as part of that negotiation eye on the pie just focus on pricing don't put any don't put any blocks into the negotiation, and finance is one of those blocks. Hundred percent, especially because like that question, it can mean so many different things. There could be you could be not even speaking to a broker, like you could be one day away or one month away. So, it you're unless it's almost like just say nothing. Otherwise, you got to go through the whole story of where you're at. So, what next, Mark? What don't what do, what do you recommend? Luke Brainy said there's an echo on his end on Facebook. Uh, just, just, just so you know, make it, he's asked to make a change on Facebook. He's getting a bad echo back. Yeah, it's because I've got the, your, the speaker through Facebook in front of the camera. So I don't think. It's Maybe really turn it down just a touch if you can. Yep. Yep. Um, now, another, another one that I know that a, a um, person should never, 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 never do is when you make an offer, don't say when you make an offer, see how you go. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as you make an offer and you say, look, I know the property is 400,000. I'd like to offer 350,000, put in 350,000, but see how you go. Just put in yeah. 350,000. Now, as soon as they, as soon as a person, a purchaser says that, I know there's one hundred percent more money there. Hundred percent. See how you go, and I think it's almost a nervous thing. Yeah, it's. Um, I always just think to myself, okay, we'll put the offer forward, and then we'll just come back with a little bit more. It's, it's. See I think a lot go. of thing. A lot of the time, when you're making an offer, say less is best. Um, also, when a buyer says, I'm not in a rush, 
as well. <laughs> like you, you're going to, like for a buyer, you want you want that agent to be sort of working for you, hustling to get you that deal, and sort of when you're like, I'm not in a rush, or I don't know. It just sort of implies that you're indecisive and you don't really care. Where you want, even if you if you're not, you don't have to be in a rush, but you don't have to say that you're not in a rush. It sort of just gives, I don't know, just doesn't really add much. Doesn't really well, add anything it, to it. it. It sort of puts a wet mop on the deal. Yeah. It can. It can. It's potentially can look like a sexy deal, and yeah. then when the when when the buyer says, "Look, I'm not in a rush." you can almost as an agent take that you're not dealing with a motivated person or you're not dealing with a person that's excited about the property. And when they're not excited, it's hard for you to not be excited to be excited when they're not excited. So I think you want, you know, super super thing. Now, another thing um, that I I must admit, um, you don't want, uh, you don't want a buyer being mean. So sometimes, sometimes a buyer thinks, treat them mean, keep them keen. So with a real estate agent, they think, oh. It's not dating. You don't need to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They think, oh, I'm going to be a little bit sort of walk away attitude. Don't care. Nonchalant. Don't give a shit. Arrogant. Um, And I, the agent just won't doesn't feel if you're not emotional for the transaction the agent won't be emotional for you for the transaction so it doesn't convey it to the owner either well they'll 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 almost hold a mirror up so it's like and then you'll be like well that was short but that person but you were short when you're making the offer as as the buyer and you 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 know you do a short offer you get a short response so i would i would try to um, and sometimes people just want to get off, a buyer just wants to get off the phone um, because because they're nervous. Um, yeah. But that can be that can be taken that can be taken as do you know what I mean a little bit of shortness or arrogance, and that may come back in, in with the response from the vendor. Um, and I always so you, think um, I always think well, when you're making an offer, like you've got to there's no value in being arrogant or rude, especially when you need that agent to make a deal and. If you're, as much as we try and be the middle person, like you don't want to, I don't know. I've, it's never sat right, me, sat right with me when someone talks shit about a property and then they make an offer on it. So it, it, you either think they're a bit of a dick or um, they don't really like the property. How serious is the offer? I'd love to know what Amal, you guys, Luke, what do you guys think? What do you, what is, when you just hit, basically, what is it that a buyer says and just makes you cringe? Like, why did you say that? Um, like, just don't say that next time or when you guys are making offers on properties. Like, Luke, you'd be a great example. You're always making a lot of offers on properties on behalf of clients. Like, what do you guide them or what do you make sure you don't say or do say? So, I love your view. Todd, good morning. Um, also, uh, Mark, uh, oh, even when a buyer is sort of, they make the offer and um, they're like, we don't need a loan. We're all cash. It's, <laughs> I just sort of think to myself, well, you're going to pay a lot for the property then. You got a lot of money. You don't need a loan. Because I always find if anything, even if you do have all cash, a buyer can always just say, we, we're not approved for any anything more. That's our best offer. I find when a buyer says that, it's like, shit, we need to listen more. So when, when you're disclosing that you're not getting a loan, then get a loan and pay more. So I don't really see much value for a buyer sort of stroking their ego saying it's all cash there. An owner's yeah. not too much money. 
So, so basically, don't say I'm I'm a cash buyer. Even if you are a cash buyer, it um it doesn't limit limit your offer. It unlimits yeah. your offer, which makes the vendor want more money and the agent want more money. Um, another thing as well, people coming through a property and bagging or um, or exposing or explaining the negatives to the real estate agent. Um, I guess it's okay if it's an emotion and that's, or if it's a, uh, a fact or if it's brief, but when a buyer comes through and just hammers the shit out of a client's home or hammers the shit out of, out of a property they're looking at, they often think that if they point out all of the negatives and all the bad things, they're going to buy it for cheaper, but that can actually erode the chances of a good rapport with yeah. the owner or yeah. a good rapport with the agent. Uh, and you need a good rapport. Do you know what I mean? In any business transaction, in any negotiation, you need a good rapport. So don't, don't point out the negatives extensively or harshly to try yeah. to buy the property for less while you're eroding the rapport with the Yeah, because it the, doesn't um, happen, the, eh? Like, we all, we all know the negatives. Like, if it's got chip, like, it, we're not, we all know. And then, but the thing is, well, like, especially as the agent, it's quite emotional on the other, the vendor side. And a lot of the time, they either can't do it or there's an illness. A lot of people aren't selling. Like, let's, a lot of people, there's a lot of bad times why people are selling. Um, they're ill and putting up or whatever so they know that they should do those things but as an agent we know why they haven't done so and i don't know it just it never sits right when they're just pointing it out obviously in an ideal world they would have done it but maybe money didn't help or they were sick um so, things like so that guys, bad so just to re recap guys we're talking this morning about buying a property and when you make an offer on the property the things not to say when yeah. you're making an offer on the property, because there are things there that are going to help you. But this morning we want to talk about, about the things that won't help you when you're making an offer on the property. And, you know, as I was saying before, you're a little bit alone. You don't, you don't really have any, a professional negotiator behind you and you're negotiating with the professional negotiator when you're making an offer towards an agent. So we're just arming you up this morning with things. If there's anyone watching, um, that's got any great tips, throw them at us as well um, yeah. for for that. Mr. Moroni, I'm waiting for your crackers to come out. Uh, yeah. uh, the wise man's always got wise words. Um, now, so we've got what, what uh, when quoting a price. Oh, so I think, do you mean like when we quote a price and the buyer just sort of, when they just say, oh, that sounds expensive or I think <laughs> it just gives me the shit. So I don't mind that comment but justify it. Like, I think it's almost like a reaction. You know, when you like throw a punch on jabs and moves, it's almost like that sounds expensive. It's like, well, based on what? And then I always say based on what? And they got nothing. It's just like a, a re, like, it was almost just like a, in, in, I don't know, maybe they've read it online just saying when someone quotes a price that you talk it down straight away. I think um, better would be to based on what comparables or where are the comparables you came to that pricing. I find right. really Kindergarten yeah. negotiation this morning. Um, how low can you make an offer off the asking oh. price that it actually offends? Uh, that it actually offends a vendor. Yeah. How low? 
So you want to go What's low. The lowest they take. What's the lowest they'll take? Like, like you got to remember, we can net. We are employed by the vendor. We want deals to happen, but like, geez, like, we're we're paid by the vendor. Like, what's the lowest they're going to take? Just make an offer, and just see. Like, you can make as many offers as you like. You can start wherever you'd like within reason, but like, yeah. Or what's the lowest they'll take? <laughs> it just just put an offer forward. So um, if someone's if someone's making an offer, Michael, how how low is it where it's offensive? How low is it when someone's making an offer that's like, mate, you're oh. going to ruin the rapport with the client by making an offer like that? So they've seen the property at the range. Say you're asking a uh, uh, guide of six hundred. Um, yeah. How, how when is it when is it a cutover between that's that's offer abuse and and when is it like okay that's a low offer but we can, let's let's work with it and it won't offend our client so would you say ten percent less? No, I think it's I don't think there's a fixed percentage. I think find a comp, a comparable sale that's lower and you leverage that. And if that's one thousand dollars less or that's a hundred thousand dollars less, for example, if you got a two better and you're guiding 700 and one just sold for even 630 or 680, like grab something that you can justify it. Because I find at least that way, the agent can go, well, they've come in low because this one sold around the corner for X amount. Like I can get where they got their price, but then we talk the positives. If you just go, let's just say if you're guiding 700 and there hasn't been a two bedroom sell for less than 690 and you come in at 630, I don't think I don't think there's a fixed percentage. I think it's find something similar at the lowest price you can, and then grab that and then offer it and then quote that figure to the agent, because an owner just goes, well, why are they come in fifty grand less or sixty grand or ten grand less? You go, well, they saw this sale and that's why. And I said yours is better here. I think just it's yeah, grab something that you can leverage to quote to quote and then go as low as that or just a little bit lower. I wouldn't go ten percent, but surely you can actually piss off um, a client by going by going too low. Oh, hundred you know, percent. If you're, let's just say, if they were guiding five ninety, I wouldn't be going less than twenty, thirty grand less. What's that? Five percent. I can five percent. Five percent. So ten percent could be like a little bit obscene, offensive, even if you've got comparison sales to actually erode the, erode the rapport with the negotiation. Yes. Especially if it's all, keep in mind, there's always a 10% range anyway. So if they're quoting 600, they're probably wanting 660 and then you come in 10% lower, like you're 20% off the deal. Judging yeah. that it's all been, um, uh, yeah, just when you sort of know that the agent's already quoting 10% by law, we can quote that well, within that 10% range of where it's worth, like to go much lower, it's sort it's a you're a fair way from the goalpost. Oh, another one, Mark, is yeah. have you got anything else? I know when they make an offer and go, have you got anything else? That's a wet mop. That's a wet mop. Yeah. As soon as you, that's like getting smashed in the face by a wet mop when someone <laughs> says when someone says, I love this place, I'd like to put an offer in, six hundred grand. But have you got anything else? And you're yeah. like, oh, you are not serious about this. You're just throwing shit around. I got another Which one. We love, like, we we like we've done many segments on just make offers. They're free. Do it. But 
don't yeah. say that. <laughs> what else he got is like, uh, or you can say that at the end of the negotiation, but not at the beginning. Yeah. Not at the beginning. It's like you want the agent going and batting for you. Yeah. Um, like asking yeah. a girl and then go, does she have a friend as well? <laughs> Do you have any girlfriends that are single? It's like, oh, why would you well? start talking to me at the bar and then ask if I've got any girlfriends that are single? I'm single, single yeah. you idiot. Yeah. Um, okay. So another one is oh. um, not seeing not seeing the property, making an offer on the property without making the effort to see it. Car dealers yeah. are, pre- are particularly good with this. If you're buying a car off off the internet, say car sales, and you're in Sydney, they'll always say, we're not going to negotiate until you come and see the car because yeah. they, they want to get the emotion. They want to get the emotion kicking in. They want to get that happening. So often, if you want to buy a property, uh, invest your time to go and see the property, invest your time to go and see the agent, and, yes. and display and, and and get some skin in the game, get some emotion behind it, and that will work for you. And even if you don't do that, you don't need to admit that you haven't seen it. Let the yeah, agent be a good agent and ask you, have you seen it? Like when someone tells me they haven't seen it, I don't even, I personally don't really negotiate because your offer means nothing. You can't, because unless you're willing to sign a contract without seeing it, then your offer doesn't mean anything and you're fishing. So yep. that's go and and also the owner will be like, okay, they've offered this. Have they seen it? No. Well, why the fuck are they making an offer? Like it's yeah. So I think um, as a buyer, you can make the offer and let the agent assume. That's your key. Let the agent assume the basics. Don't give them assume that you've got your finance approved. Assume got, you've seen the property. We, We've got an international guest on uh, on Instagram at the moment, Mister One Simon Polito from San from Orange County, oh, San yes. Diego. Mister Polito, Mister Polito, what don't you say when you're buying a property as a buyer? What are the things you do not say? That's what we're talking about. Love to get your feedback, buddy. This guy's a pro. Yes. Um, now, um, what else? Any other things? Any other tips? Yeah. You can pull um, long settlement. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a that's a wet towel as well. Yeah. So, I think- <laughs> so we this we're gonna be really careful the way we word this. But anyone out there, um, who's, who's, you've got to be really careful. Anyone out there who's buying, um, always like if if you got a long settlement, you've got to realize that it's, and the agent's doing a business transaction as well as the as well as the seller, um, and agents get paid on settlement. So just be really, really careful that you know if you have a one-year settlement um, on your on your purchase, that means the agent's not going to get paid for one year. So introduce that later on in the negotiation, not yeah. not at the beginning of the negotiation. Remember from the book of Wagonomics, just hold it back. Just hold it back. Hold it back. <laughs> hold it hold back. It back. Just stick to the price. Let once again let the agent assume you're probably asking for a normal settlement. And unless, obviously, if the agent's good and they pit, they say the settlement term, you can't lie or otherwise you, you ruin it. But if they don't ask you, hold it back. Hold it back. Hold it back and bring it in later. Definitely, definitely. But not too far later either. There's, there's timing as well. Um, also, don't forget, guys, if, if you're doing a, a transaction, just call us. 
Um, we're happy to have a chat with you guys and step you through your tra- your offer and your transaction. And we're and it's free. You know, we don't we yeah. don't charge anything for the service. So that's what we're here for. Um, what else would you not say when you're negotiating on a, on a property? Anything yeah. else before we wrap it up? Uh, I think that. That's it. Twenty-two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, we rushed it. That means tomorrow do we we do what to do what to say, <laughs> which yeah. will probably be a lot shorter because just say the price and shut no, up. No, it'll be it'll be longer again. Yeah, it'll be longer again. Things that tickle an agent when making an offer. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So. I think. I think. Um. Yeah. So things. Hope that helps with buyers, even other agents out there, sellers, um, everyone and anyone thinks not to say. And I think it goes for a lot of industries as well when negotiating. Less is more, um, but there's also some, there's some strong key things just to not say. It just, yeah. Either. Big one. And uh, while we're signing out, um, thank you everyone for your support um, yeah. on, our, on, our, on, our lo- on our local awards that we just won. The Australian Awards top three for commercial agent of the year, Michael. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, unbelievable, involved. unbelievable job. And uh, realcommercial.com.au, realestate.com.au have voted us top three agent in the country, up against agents that have five to ten thousand employees each. Um, and there's us, there's us little puppies. Um, so yeah. congratulations to the Northern Beaches. Um, thank you for your support, Northern Beaches. Um, great community that we're in and um, and thank you to realestate.com.au and realcommercial.com.au yeah, for, the, for the for the um, for IDing us and supporting us okay. oh and we reached a thousand plays on podcasts as well so thanks everyone tuning in there so it's good and tonight we'll have morning uh, not morning minutes we'll have the what's it called Monday night Novak news Novak news <laughs> we could have we could have a uh, an in, a industry one of the mo- one of the most uh, identified um, people in the Australian property industry uh, on tonight. We're not confirmed, so not name dropping, but um, <laughs> it, it could be uh, tonight. Could be a, a, a um, quite a quite a big superstar for the real estate industry um, on on um, on Novak News. So stay tuned. That's at eight I didn't o'clock. know I was doing it tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. All right, all good. See you, mate. Cheers. See you in the morning. Ciao. Bye, bye, bye.